Bill. Ricky. Oh, man. It's about time, buddy. It's about time we did something together. I'm oh, excited yeah. for this. You know why? Because we're about to cover Top Gun Maverick. One of my favorite action movies in the past 10 years, I got to say. It's so good. I got on the rewatch before this pod, and it holds up. Of course, it's better on the movie theater, but it holds up so much, so much more Like on the rewatch. Uh, it really does. <laughs> yeah, man. So I'm excited to go over this with you. I'm excited to get started. But before we do so, this is a quick spoiler warning for everybody listening. If you have not seen Top Gun Maverick, use it as a spoiler warning and go watch it. It's really good. <laughs> and if you want to go ahead and also take a listen to the other episodes we have on tap right now, we have the video game draft. That was a ton of fun to do. Those are inaugural draft. Uh, we have the first four episodes of The Last of Us as a weekly recap. Me and Oscar and Shane go ahead and recap those as they come out. But for right now, me and the brother-in-law, me and Bill, are going to go ahead and go into a deep dive of Top Gun Maverick. And we want to also see it as a film series. Bill, you ready? Always. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Let's go. Top Gun is synonymous with just all American full throttle action movie. Honestly, badassery. the first yeah, badassery to some. And I got to tell you, man, when I first got here, Top Gun was one of the first movies I saw. Uh, to me, I didn't know who Tom Cruise was before this movie, and I wanted to be Tom Cruise. I'm not gonna lie; I wanted to get like the f- the flight pilot jacket and the ridiculously big sunglasses. Oh man, what a treat, dude! When did you first watch uh, Top Gun? Probably only like seven, eight years ago. I was showed it by uh, one of my old friends. He loved it, and. Honestly, I wasn't that taken aback by it. <laughs> it just came off as, as very cheesy. But as the years go by, it, it's warmed up to me. And especially when I saw the release of this one, I got like really excited and rewatched the old one a couple of times. And it's definitely warmed on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it definitely it has to be rewatched a few times. The first one is just going to yeah. be a little underwhelming. I'll give you that. So it's. 80s. It's wonderfully, wonderfully cheesy, horrifically uh, 80s sometimes with the way that they handle most of the issues that right now, (laughs) it's it's a little bit too hot topic. But before we get started with the quick recap, I just want to dedicate about five minutes, if you would humor me, Bill, on one Thomas Cruise, Tom Cruise, Uh, just the impact that this guy had on has had rather on cinema and pop culture rather and just the way that his <laughs> I I I wanna I wanna call it something less negative than insanity, but it really is like the way that he's approached his career as of late is sort of he's trying to outdo himself in just what he can get away with. In terms of the insane stunts that he's tried to pull or he has pulled, 
because I know that you being uh, the the cinephile as I am, you've seen his most recent stuff. I think Mission Impossible Fallout was one of the, if not the best, compared to like the very first one, the original Mission Impossible of the series. I completely love that movie. Yeah, that was fantastic. I rewatched it a free time. Oh yeah, but you, we've both seen the the previews for this next one, and he has. Oh, I don't know man. how he keeps doing this. Like I, I know you saw the preview where he is on the motorcycle. He jumps oh. off a ravine that is God knows how many feet. Like he keeps doing it over and yeah. over and over and over again. It's part so, of like the trailer now showing how insane the stunt is that he's recently complaining. That's <laughs> <laughs> say like this. This man is is I don't know what's going on. I, I don't know where he stops. He's. 60 i'm sure as of this recording <laughs> he's uh 60 years old and he keeps doing this shit i don't think he stops until he successfully caught on camera his <laughs> untimely demise i'm pretty sure <laughs> i don't know yeah. he's uh, doing stuff like this in his 80s if that doesn't happen <laughs> oh man i can you imagine a freaking yeah, i'll still keep watching it i will love it <laughs> oh, they just oh, yeah. i mean advanced advanced down payment on tom cruise <laughs> stock and tom cruise uh movies for sure but yeah man i just want to say that before we get started on this particular movie i mean i i got his imdb pulled up since two, 2000 yeah so he's got a 23 year run where he's pulled off some of the most iconic action movies with a few like comedic performances here and there but i just want to say like i think he might be the last true action hero still uh from from the 80s i would say he's been around for a while dude totally agree. Uh, yeah like so uh, stallone has been put out on pasture over on paramount plus <laughs> or whatever the hell he's doing now schwarzenegger is like retired bruce willis is retired like all these action heroes that we've known since the mm-hmm. 80s 90s they've slowly gone away will smith kind of just slapped his way out of respectability <laughs> But, yeah, well, but, a couple here and there, but he's definitely more in the drama series now. I think so. I think. Well, yeah, he he's got the Oscar, uh, which is a perfect <laughs> segue, mind you, of uh, the travesty that is that Tom Cruise did not get tapped for an Oscar nom for this movie. Which, I mean, I think it's his best performance since Jerry Maguire or Magnolia, to be honest with you. Um, oh yeah. Maybe like 90s movie, his yeah. last like real chance to get a best actor nomination. I don't know what else he could do. I don't know. He, this is true. Like I can't see him in any dramatic role and just not think like well, I'm I'm not watching Tom Cruise. He's sort of yeah. like this, you know, like Matthew McConaughey is up there. I, I would think like I I can't take Matthew McConaughey seriously in some roles because of his very thick. Texas accent. I mean, he's a great actor, mind you, but man, there's just some some things that you know you can't just some of these actors like Seth Rogen in a dramatic movie. Come on, no, stop it. Well, stop it, Seth. He was in uh, <laughs> Steven Spielberg movie. That was okay. Which one? Uh, he was in The Fablements. He's the uncle. Oh shit! <laughs> that is right. And he was okay in that. <laughs> okay. Well, I forgot about it. But see, that's the thing, man. Like, there's not, 
He was okay. It's not memorable. All I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, Tom Cruise in anything other than an action movie, I just will not be able to buy. Like Tom Cruise is a doctor, really. Like he's just, <laughs> yeah, no. He's got an eight pack for God's sake, you know. But um, mm. back to Top Gun Maverick. That, that's enough on Tom Cruise. I want to just give we'll, we'll my admiration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll go ahead and, and review him later. But as far as Top Gun Maverick is concerned, this came out in 2022. And would it be fair to say, Bill, that this was the very first true blockbuster summer film since COVID pretty much hit pause on it's all of our lives? Like 100% in the top like three. Looking at the stats now, the only thing mm-hmm. that's beaten it is Avatar The Way of Water, which came out way later in the year. Yeah, and it came and, out in then, December. Yeah, for sure. The only other thing is Spider-Man No Way Home, which is an MCU movie with three Spider-Man in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's like a mint. So, you know, you already you just put, yeah, you put paper in there and it'll just turn money for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, this is the first. It's not original. It's a sequel, but it's, it's non-MCU, non-James Cameron, true, yeah. just epic blockbuster. Academy Award nominated epic blockbuster you don't really say that for many action movies got the nomination for best picture best writing adaptive screenplay best visual effects and best editing i think if it doesn't win one i don't think it'll win best picture i don't think it'll win best writing visual effects i think they might win that one because i gotta say some of the i mean it's very small cgi being used in this movie but the effects the dog fighting the the airplane like everything about it was so meticulously done very impressive you know i i would say that that's my dark horse that's my pick to that should win the visual effects hopefully Hopefully Honestly, I'm hoping for the Batman for visual effects. I need the I need <laughs> Batman to win something. <laughs> I think for comic book movies, I think uh, Angela Bassett is going to yeah. represent for like the comic. You know the the Academy man. Like the, oh they, yeah, they have a very deep bias against comic book movies. Angela mm-hmm. Bassett cannot be cannot be denied. She was fantastic in Black Panther, but I, hope I she just. Gets- <laughs> I hope she gets it, man, because it's it's going to go just a step further into validating comic book movies as real cinema, unlike Thank these, God. you know, old cinephiles. Yeah, grumpy old men are are trying to say that they're not, but they very much are. I would very much put Robert Downey Jr.'s turn as Tony Stark, Iron Man, against any kind of franchise acting role that is on is in the business i i that's for my money but uh hopefully she wins it we hear a free pot free topic love some angela bassett for sure let's go into some of the details as far as this movie goes it was the budget was 170 million dollars and yet it made 1.49 billion dollars worldwide billion with a b that's crazy man Tom Cruise, like easily Tom Cruise's highest earning movie. It's incredible the way that some of these planes that they use, some of these 
aircraft and yeah. all of all of it like it just 170 million dollars yeah considering what avatar way of the water that was like 1.5 billion dollar budget is that what it was 350 and million that was the budget yeah 350 million all well, estimated oh wow then definitely not i mean yeah definitely make made its money back and then some but yeah some of these facts that i'm, I'm reading uh, here like to prepare for the movie, Tom Cruise devised a boot camp, an intense boot camp for the rest of the actors to handle flying real fighter jets and just the high speed G force of the jets themselves. You know, freaking nuts, man. Like, the, the more that I read about it, He's the more I'm like, shit. why would anybody, yeah, why would anybody want to act with him? I just don't get it. Uh, well, the money must be good. But other than that, let's go ahead and go into what we call the quick recap. All right, so we have a quick recap. Movie starts with Tom Cruise. I just want to call him Tom Cruise. His actual name in the movie is Pete <laughs> Mitchell. But Maverick, as we all know, Tom Cruise. He is out in the desert. We see in a little bit of a montage in the back just kind of what his life turned out to be after the original uh, we all know that his partner tragically died. His partner, Goose, died in a tragic accident to which he was cleared for. But he, you know, we see that he kept an eye on his son, on who we'll get to know as Rooster. He kept an eye on him throughout his formative years. And, you know, as he was growing up, I'm sure he was a more of a paternal figure. Maverick is now testing planes, going into extreme G4 speeds to achieve Mach 10 speeds. And we also see that this is something that he strived to do. This is where he belongs. You know, he's in the air, is his home. You know, he tries to, I guess, find some levity there in terms of how his life has played out after the original. And, um, you know, on his test run, for this newest aircraft, he achieves Mach 10, but Maverick being Maverick, he pushes it a little bit too far. He ends up crashing and he ends up getting into some hot water, such as it is with, with the Navy brass. So they decide, thanks to some nice intervention from an old friend, they decide to stick him at Top Gun. Once again, as an instructor. Which we cut to now back to San Diego, back to where it all began in terms of the Top Gun franchise. And we see some really nice callbacks. Bill, the 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 bike ride with the F-18 in the background. <laughs> Freaking Kenny Loggins Danger Zone. Like it's just it's just wonderful, man. It's it's a wonderful callback if you're a fan of the original movie. Like a and perfect it's, yes, so much so. Just gets and you in the mood. <laughs> gets you in the need for speed for sure man so when he arrives at the top gun school turns out that maverick is not that well liked he's not nobody really enjoys the fact that he has been sort of freely wheeling and dealing doing a whole bunch of shit that he shouldn't have done but yet keeps getting away with it because of a quite powerful friend that he has so they tell him of this mission you know the mission to end all missions, they make it seem uh, this impossible mission to destroy a enemy-controlled uranium deposit that they feel they'll be turning into some weapons of mass destruction. And he needs to train a crop of new age, best of the best, former Top Gun graduates. 
and have them fly this mission successfully. And as he puts it, put an emphasis on bringing them home. And that is where we meet the new crop of fighter pilots, all of them quite charismatic, all of them quite memorable. We meet the titular mouse teller as Lieutenant Bradley Bradshaw, call sign Rooster. Uh, so I like the fact that they kept that within the family, his father being Goose, his son Rooster. Uh, it's a bird family. I like that little tidbit there. We also get to meet Phoenix, Payback. I don't really remember their names, but they're all just a really well-rounded team. You know, they bring a lot to the table in terms of diversity is concerned. And we also meet Glenn Powell, the other, I want to say, what, alpha in the room? All these pilots are alphas, but he's the alpha's alpha. This guy, he walks in and you already know. I mean, I don't, if they ever need to recast Captain America, this guy would be, would be it. Hey, that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea, right? Chris Evans, though, he's my Captain America for sure. Oh, yeah. So we meet him, call sign Hangman. Worst call sign ever, mind <laughs> you. I, I'm not going to lie to you. That, that is, we'll get to that in a little bit. But we meet them. The team is established. And Tom Cruise, Pete Mitchell, Maverick, just takes them, takes them to school, man. Like the, the dogfighting exercise is, to me, one of the, probably the best executed action sequences for my money when it comes to Dude, they're just fantastic. Yeah. When it comes to film editing, when it comes to just the shots that they use, the shots that they manage to get, it's it's mind boggling. But essentially, Maverick tries to whip this team into shape to you know do this kind of suicide run in under two and a half minutes to destroy this underground bunker, uranium silo. And the more and more as time goes on, it just seems like Tom Cruise is. I keep calling him Tom Cruise. Sorry. It just seems like Maverick is just. We know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tom Cruise. We, it's Tom Cruise. Uh, we, it just seems like Maverick is is out to make prove a point that no matter how good these kids may be, he is still the OG. He's still he's still the best there is. And as far as pacing is concerned, the, the movie does a really good job of going through, one, the training montage, two, the way that the camaraderie starts to form between the team, and three, when Tom decides, you know, he's he's had a weakness towards, you know, his, his old partner's son. He, of course, wants to keep him out of harm's way, even though this is a very, very dangerous mission. So it is decided, after much deliberation and much hullabaloo about the the run not being able to be done in under two and a half minutes. Maverick successfully does it, and it is decided that he leads the team when he was initially brought in as an instructor only. So he chooses his team. They go in for the final mission run. Of course, they, they get the job done. And one of the best... I would say 15 minutes in an action film, the way that the mission run went down to towards the very end of the movie, immaculately done, I would say. And that's the end. I know I was very high level with it. It was very general. I know I skipped a whole bunch of bunch of details, but if you want to get all the details, we'll watch the movie. 
because yeah. right now we're about to just dive deep in what we call the highlights of the episode. I want to start with you, man. What would you highlight in this movie? So for me, I got two perfect scenes. All right. I got the first training sequences when you start to hear the who. That oh, was man. freaking outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> I could watch. I could watch that over and over again. It is so good. That was the perfect song <laughs> for that scene. Very well done. Yeah, music. The, I don't know who composed of it. Maybe we should have uh, thrown him a shout out. But very well composed movie. Everything just flowed just great in this. Between a mix of the original movie and some modern music as well. Fantastic yeah. work. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. So What's that- your second? And then the second one has to be when Tom Cruise, I'll just call him Tom Cruise. <laughs> he, he shows everyone that he freaking do that mission and he does it perfectly. That I, it had me in my seat, like just eyes drawn on it and they were not looking away for anything. <laughs> that Absolutely, two minutes man. was so tense. You're, you're not breathing during that scene. <laughs> my, exactly. Thank you for saying like I when we saw it in the movie theater, it was sort of like I was in, in the middle of like a very, very intense Madden game or, or FIFA game. Like my I was already like hunched over. I was at the edge of my seat. I was not moving whatsoever. It was fantastic works um, cinematically in shock while watching that. And like the way that they shot it was perfectly with those IMAX cameras right in their face. You could see all the G-forces on their face, like pulling their skin apart and they're breathing oh, heavy. Dude. It's like you're in the cockpit with them. So <laughs> I'm sure every actor has aged visibly for by about like a year or two. Uh, not to. Tom, though. Tom, though. It's just yeah, Tom's still good. Yeah. Tom's still in his 30s. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll be there. Uh, man, that and you're right. The, the who scene is for me great great moments of the of the movie i also want to put in the dog fighting exercise that we got on the recap well executed action scene to set up the fact that and it's a call, good callback scene to the original top gun because the instructor viper there was you know maverick kind of assumed that role as well he is the old fighter pilot that's actually seen action, has taken down some MIGs, and he's got some tricks to him. He's got some yeah. some he's the wily veteran of the of He literally the teaches him to throw that book out and that they know nothing. And he oh, literally throws man. the book out. <laughs> he throws the he not he jettisons the book out. Not yeah. even, <laughs> Everyone's so, looking at it, shocked faces. Oh, what? Oh, what the hell is he doing? Yeah, dude. The book. It, some of them some of the moves that I've seen those planes do is truly jaw dropping, man. Like it, oh, yeah. I couldn't believe it most of the time. Like and and for the most part, it's Cruz doing it. Cruz is doing those fighting roles and all of that. It's fantastic. Also, wanted to do and this is again another spoiler. Iceman Val Kilmer, he comes back in the movie. He is a three star admiral. That is has been his kind of angel on his shoulders, Maverick's shoulders. This is the reason why he keeps getting away with shit. You know, like he <laughs> he just has to make one phone call. Iceman makes another phone call. Hey, he's back in the air. So 
the conversation between him and and Maverick, again, emotionally charged few minutes of the movie and uh, that's you where can all the really, emotion really comes from. oh absolutely man that, absolutely. and then Valcom are dying also like oh yeah Iceman dying for sure and it's the he's the uh, tom cruise is the last maverick is the last of that particular that top gun class of that age yeah. of fighter pilots it's so again, good to see val kilmer again like in something like i don't even know what the last thing he was in but with his really whole condition yeah. and everything, they kept that. I only like, remember him from like Deja Vu. And that's that was it. That was the last movie I saw him in. I um, know. Yeah. I sincerely hope that he comes back to some degree. Not to the Top Gun franchise, but in anything. Man. Really. He was one of my, he was one of my favorites. Yeah, he's a fantastic um, actor. Lastly, the mission run. It's oh, sort yeah. of like they took the the test run that Maverick does, times it by eleven because yeah. it's the real deal. And we get we cut to that to, of course, it coming down to Rooster, something going on with Rooster, mm-hmm. and Maverick saves him, but at the cost of his own his own jet. And there's a little moment; it's about two seconds there where I thought, "Damn, they really did it." They killed off Maverick. They, yeah. there, there's not, there's not an, another one coming. And of course, he wakes up. He's fine. And then it turns into this brief war film where, you know, Rooster tries to save him, and he ends up getting shot down. And the both of them just are behind enemy lines, and they have to make it out. And it's other than that, claps like, in then, that theater when that helicopter is pointing at him, and then those oh missiles God, just strike dude. its side. Oof, that was perfect. It's a fantastic movie-going experience. Uh, just everything from the last 15 minutes, I wouldn't change a thing. Uh, no. The way yeah. that they they managed to get into an old F-14, it's the same fighter jet plane <laughs> that, from the original. And it's just Maverick outsmarting these top-of-the-line, next-generation fighter planes. And, oh, yeah. I, uh, I visibly well said, oh, damn, right when you freaking... <laughs> They, the two are like surrounding him, and he just flings around one, shoots it down, and then uses that one that's fallen to the ground that's to block the missile. Dude. Yeah, that was so yeah. badass. That was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. <laughs> I just, and that's the thing, man. Like, it's that wily, wily veteran move that, like, I'm sure they've never seen before because all, and it's a very, very astute way of showing. That even back then they relied less on technology and more on instinct, which is the kind of like oh, the yeah. running theme of the movie. Rooster being by the book, always making sure like he's at least he's able to do the mission, but he's doing it purely <laughs> with the tools around him. He doesn't really trust his instinct. Yeah. yeah, man, it's fantastic. What would you say wins the movie? Which part? Which scene? Which scene? Damn, it's so hard. I still think that first dogfighting scene when Maverick just shows them all up. That's I think that's my favorite with the song in the background and all of them doing push-ups afterwards. Oh, just just, all them pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't get enough of that. You know what? I was going to say the same. Out of all of this, yeah. I think this is the first moment where you start to see like, oh, okay, this is this is a Top Gun movie. 
Yeah, you know, we this is a fun watch. movie that we're this watching now. <laughs> yes, I would say it's it's the best introduction not only to the characters in the movie, but who mm-hmm. our main protagonist is and what he's about. Yeah, uh, wonderfully it done. Shows yeah. how each fighter, like how their brain works. It introduces them. And it t- shows us that none of them are as good as Tom Cruise. <laughs> That's like a meta saying for anybody doing action movies nowadays. Yeah, man. But not everything is perfect, as I want to say. And we're going to go into a section of the pod that has kind of become a, a little controversial. It's called The Nitpicks. I got one. And I think it's going to also be a little bit of a controversial one, too. The beach football scene. <laughs> Not sure why that is. Not sure why that's, that was needed. I'm sure that it needed to be done because the original inexplicably has a beach volleyball scene in it. Yeah. Uh, where a just bunch, of, bunch of jack dudes get baby oil on their skin and just start hitting a ball back and forth. <laughs> this is the same. This is pretty much the same. We're introduced this one to explains it a little bit better than the '80s one, but it's still oh, like team building. What the hell we are had you to, <laughs> <laughs> We had we had to devolve to an, uh, a football game. There's no, there's <laughs> nothing really else. This is the move. This is the part from the trailer that we're introduced to Miles Teller's apps and oh my God, man. the way that everybody <laughs> just lost their shit when that came out. Not only that, but after the movie, for a solid week, you couldn't go into TikTok. I'm a huge TikTok aficionado, by the way. Look out for our TikTok at Free Topic. Uh, oh, free Topic. Bot. But anyway, you couldn't go two minutes without seeing one freaking thirsty TikTok for Miles Teller or his abs or that yeah, scene. Man. You couldn't escape it. He's usually like kind of a nerdy guy, but dude. Yeah. Put the hammer down this movie. The same, <laughs> the same fucking guy from Whiplash, really? That's the guy that, that everybody's swimming in? Like, yeah, for real. I don't know. Uh, second to pick for me, John Hamm as the no-nonsense runner, uh, like big boss of Top Gun. Being unlikable, he can't do it. <laughs> I, he can't. I was rooting for him the whole way. Like everything, everything that man does is so charismatic. Again, it was just like watching Don Draper being a dick. The 10 minutes that he was in the movie, I was still rooting for him. I was thinking, you know what, Maverick? It, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time you hang it up. You know, See, I, really I, need it. I yeah. don't really agree with that. Well, probably only because <laughs> I never watched Mad Men. Mad Men. But You're kidding, yeah, dude. You? What? Yeah, no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> not a big TV guy. I have a couple shows, but not the biggest in TV. Well, that's fine. But uh, I would strongly recommend Mad Men. Mad Men was was oh, yeah. revolutionary for I've only heard fantastic things about it. <laughs> oh yeah, like it just imagine this, man. AMC had Mad Men, had The Walking Dead, and had Breaking Bad back to back to back, like all, at the same yeah, time. Yeah, that's it was just you, you can't wild. That yeah, it's ridiculous. So that and I just want to also kind of say. I don't know if you caught it in the original, the very, I want to say, subtle undertone of attraction or maybe even <laughs> romantic, <laughs> yeah, romantic tension between Iceman and Maverick. 
Oh, 100%. Uh, they, yeah, they kind of delve into this, but they don't have the balls to just pull the trigger on <laughs> Rooster and Hangman. I caught it very early on, the way that they just kind of size each other up. There may have been some stuff that went down or it, it just they, they don't delve deep into that. There's no real love interest other than, of course, the immortal Jennifer Connelly. But then that's with with Maverick. But honestly, like even towards the end, I was like, man, they're going to they're going to actually do it. These guys are actually going to start macking out. But like by the top, <laughs> on the, on in the, the middle of all that, <laughs> yeah, everyone's applauding. Yeah, dude, like what, what perfect way to end it. Like, oh, they did it. They actually did it. They recognized what they did in the 80s and they just went for it. But they didn't. You know, come on, man. Like you, you, you can't really put all that shit in there and just not pull the trigger on it, even in this day and age. Yeah. Uh, There's always that, well, that undertone for the, these Top Gun movies. It's top, yeah. really weird. Like in the first <laughs> one, when Iceman like chomps his teeth at, at uh, Tom Cruise, <laughs> it's like what the hell? <laughs> what is happening? It's like, I don't know who, what the director did or said when yeah. Val Kilmer just chose to do that, but he just said, fuck it. And we'll, we'll put more of this shit in there. Um, <laughs> lastly, hangman. It's probably the worst call sign. Probably the worst bit of writing I've ever like heard in my life. <laughs> you know why they gave him the call? Like, go ahead, bell. I'm sure you remember the reason. Because she says that he hangs his teammates out to dry. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would he wear that as a badge of honor? <laughs> he's got his helmet. <laughs> From a pilot, meaning that he leaves the people who he goes up to, basically his teammates, to just get murdered. <laughs> yeah, his co-workers. <laughs> yeah, his co-workers. That's like, and, and this is something I put in the notes, it's like a surgeon being nicknamed the morgue. Why is he called the morgue? Because he just leaves his patients on the table to die. Why would you want him to? It sounds cool, but it's got a really dark undertone to that. <laughs> like a lawyer being nicknamed Jail. Oh, why? Because all of his fucking clients could go to prison. Uh, oh, yeah. That's what I don't Captain. I just don't get of all the things that we could have used. Wizard. <laughs> Pikachu, I don't know, but anything, anything other than Hangman, that's crazy. Um, yeah, while we're on yeah. the subject of names, I wanted to ask you, what oh, yes. would your call sign be if you were a fighter pilot? Oh my God, Bill. <laughs> I have been waiting all my life for somebody to ask me that question. Archangel would be it. Ooh. You know why? There is what? this there is this anime show called Digimon. Mm-hmm. And the one of the Digimon, I think it was the girliest one. It was the pink one, right? Like the weakest one. He turns <laughs> into this most badass archangel-looking monster, and it's called Angima, but it's like an archangel type. So after that, I had a thing for archangels, and I was like, <laughs> "That's that is my call sign, archangel." What about you, hey, Bill? That's a, dope, that's a great that's question. A, thank you. That is a dope. That's a dope <laughs> call sign. I could totally see that being pictured on your helmet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, and it'd be like blue with some wings on it. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that. badass. Yeah. What about I you, think, I think 
I would either go with Wolverine just because it sounds Ooh. badass and I love the comic book character. Hell yeah. Or I was thinking Starman. Because Starman David Bowie. Oh, yeah. David Bowie's dope. And I love Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm down with Starman. I'm also down with Wolverine. Might be a little bit of trademark, but Wolverine sounds good. Yeah, you know, that's true. It's an animal. I, I can't be um, a top man with Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, that was the nitpicks. Do you have any nitpicks, Bill, before we... I think you missed... There, It's kind of a nitpick, but it's also because yeah. this movie some charm. It's the cheesiness. Char- just so much cheesiness. <laughs> <laughs> like the applauding at the end. Everyone's happy. Everyone comes rushing out on the boat. Like, who's driving the boat? What's he What's doing? <laughs> <laughs> this shit better be an autopilot. I thought we were still in enemy territory. Yeah. In the world. Throwing the book out. Like, come on. What are you doing there? <laughs> like, it feels like an 80s movie still, but it does give the character, the movie some charm. Which I kind of like. like. You, you think up there, you die. <laughs> yeah. I would know. It's like, no, you wouldn't. Maverick, yeah. you're still alive. <laughs> what are you doing yeah like my did my dad think i i I don't think so dude like he just pulled the shoot and that was you know so he died for real it's unfortunate unfortunate and it was his job to think he he didn't fly (laughs) he did but (laughs) (laughs) uh what would you do i mean i don't know hard plastic to the face i guess i don't know uh just could have been done better anyway let's go into who won the movie Come right up. What in the world? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll be edited out. That's my... <laughs> That's like basketball. I'm about to go shoot some moves. My... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, some technical difficulties there. We're Shane when you need him. It's 1.30 a.m. over there. My gosh. If anyone has heard our previous episodes on The Last of Us, we have this uh, segment called Survivor of the Episode. But here with Top Gun, we'll go ahead and name or crown team leader, basically, who won the movie. I'll give you some some choices here, Bill, and you tell me who who you'd put in. Tom Cruise, of course, reestablishing himself as... Box office megastar, just anything it touches turns into gold. Last true action hero from the golden age of action movies from the 80s and 90s. Tom Cruise's insanity because (laughs) he's flying in 9G, 10G uh, speed, uh, put his cast through a grueling boot camp uh, where Miles Teller uh, had jet fuel poisoning. Uh, no lie, this is something that he actually suffered from. And no stuntmen used on any of the action sequences, at least on on Tom Cruise's part. Miles Teller, outstanding as Goose's son, a spinning image of Anthony, Ed, uh, Anthony Edwards from the 80s who played Goose to Tom Cruise's Maverick. Miles Teller's abs doesn't really need an explanation. It's just there. Or Glenn Powell, because I think that character, Hangman, could have been done very generic. It was clearly written to be a douchebag, but Glenn Powell turns him into a a little bit of an antihero, 
he sees the mission and only the mission. Nothing else really matters, not even his teammates, even as they plunge to their deaths. So who would you say is the team leader of the movie, Bill? I mean, come on. It has to be just, I'm going to cheat. I'm just two. Tom Cruise and his insanity. It has to be. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is Um, Tom Cruise's, like, he might as well have just been the director. I mean, he, this is his love letter to old fashioned filmmaking. Like, he brought the non MCU films back from the freaking pandemic with this movie. He crushed it. He made the exactly right choice to not release it on streaming and to mm-hmm. wait and then release it in theaters. And it, it boomed. I think all because of Tom Cruise. Very well put. Yeah. I would definitely say that it's, for me, it's Tom Cruise. Very, very close second, Miles Teller's apps. But Tom Cruise <laughs> yeah. being the unequivocal team leader, brought back. Uh, I would say with with this movie, not only true action, high octane filmmaking, not something that you could really say for any of the movie. Like say, for example, like MCU movies, right? Because uh, half of the charm of MCU movies is really the people that are there in the in the movie theater clapping and cheering along, you know, where 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 you need to be. But honestly, like with the exception of Avatar: Way of Water. This movie is something that I have never seen. And that's, I mean, I must have seen, right now I'm thinking in the thousands uh, range of the movies I've seen. Uh, This is something I've never seen before. And that is quite astonishing. Yeah, quite astonishing. So Tom Cruise, for what it's worth, even if you're, you know, on the very, very slim chance you may be listening, good job, (laughs) buddy. Good job by you. Congratulations. Yeah. Bill. Such a pleasure, man. Such a pleasure to have you. We're definitely going to be doing more of these. And I'll go ahead and put this out there. It was put in the very last episode of of The Last of Us. But just throwing out some teasers. Me and Bill and another one of Friend of the Pod will be going into a series quite soon. And it's in a place far, far away. I'll say that. I'll put it out there. But look out for Can't that. Freaking wait! <laughs> oh my god, dude! It's gonna be it fucking. Nuts. <laughs> Start it's gonna be fucking fantastic, man! And I can't wait. Bill, as always, pleasure, man. Uh, thank you so much for doing yeah. this, buddy. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me on. This was an absolute blast. Can't wait for that. Absolutely. Time. Hell yeah! That was Top Gun Maverick. Thank you guys so much for uh, listening in. And if you like that movie as much as we do, uh, send some love on our Instagram page, free underscore topic pod. And another huge, huge thanks to Bill, as always. Always a welcome part, a welcome addition to our podcast here. Just want to let you guys know, we will be posting weekly. That is what we will aim to do. Uh, Every Friday, we'll be posting new episodes uh, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. And yeah, that's that's the news. So again, for Bill and um, for everybody here, thank you guys so much for listening in. This has been Free Topic.
Dude, I oh, honestly yeah. can't believe that they just didn't have Miles Teller and Glenn Powell just make out for like not even not even as a deleted scene. <laughs> can't even believe. It. Oh, let's see. Maybe that. it was. 